Good morning. Last week, the school board decided on what they're going to ask from the county board of supervisors for their budget next year. And in that budget request, at long last, full-day kindergarten for every family next year. For Monday, February 5th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Big news. The Fairfax Christian School is moving to Loudoun County. For over 50 years, the Fairfax Christian School has been an award-winning university prep school serving kindergarten through 12th grade. With small class sizes and personal attention, the Fairfax Christian School is a safe place where every student will learn and grow. The school is moving their campus to a new 50,000 square foot facility located on 15 acres near Dulles Airport. For more information and to enroll your child, visit their website at fairfaxchristianschool.com. That's fairfaxchristianschool.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. You may recall from our years of reporting that Loudoun County is one of only three counties in Virginia that does not offer a full day of kindergarten to every family in the school system. But it is something the school system has been working toward for more than a decade. And last week, the school board voted on a budget request that could finally meet that goal. The school board voted 7-2 for a $1 billion, $202 million budget request that includes, among other things, funding for universal full-day kindergarten and mental health teams in the middle schools. The request is $138,000 less than the proposed budget put forth by Superintendent Eric Williams at the beginning of January and an 8% increase over the current year's budget. Williams's proposal included $2 million to expand the full-day kindergarten from about 80% of the county to 93%. That would have still left four elementary schools, including Cretans Corner, Hillside, Luckett's, and Mill Run, without full-day K because they don't have enough classroom space. School board member Eric Hornberger suggested tacking on another $204,000 to send about 90 students at those four schools to neighboring schools that have the space. A few other things the school board added to that request, funding to increase the stipend for teaching extracurriculars by 3%, a technology assistant at the three largest elementary schools, and a $2 per student increase in the allotment for instructional materials and supplies, a discretionary spending thing for teachers. The cuts came in large part from paying for more than half a million dollars in safety equipment and other infrastructure projects with leftover funding from last fiscal year. The school board left intact $3.2 million that Williams recommended to expand mental health services for middle school students with support teams made up of school counselors, social workers, and psychologists. Last year, the school board put mental health teams at all of the high schools in response to an uptick in teen suicides. Eric DeKennep and Jill Turgeon were the only board members who opposed the final budget request. DeKennep said he disagreed with how quickly the school system's budget has grown and how much county tax money goes to fund public schools. Turgeon said she disagreed with some of these specific additions. The school board will present their wish list to the Board of Supervisors later this month. Then, of course, the Board of Supervisors will have to adopt the county budget, which includes within it a transfer to the schools. Anyway, go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including a more detailed breakdown of what's in that budget.
In other news, if you're in Leesburg, remember, there's an election tomorrow. The three names on the ballot are familiar faces in Leesburg politics. It will be the second time on the council ballot for Gwen Pangle and Joshua Thiel, runners-up in the council elections of November 2016 and November 2017, respectively. It will be the first time on the ballot for Neil Steinberg, although he did publicly consider running last fall. But I doubt any of them were expecting to be in another election so soon. This special election was triggered by the resignation of former councilman Ken Reed less than a year into his term. The winner tomorrow will serve almost three years on council. For Leesburg, it will be the first time a town council election has been held outside of November in almost six years. The county seat has traditionally held its town council elections in May of even-numbered years before a successful voter referendum in 2011 prompted the switch to November. We've got a write-up on each of the candidates on our website. Over in Percival, Police Chief Cynthia McAllister hasn't been on the job for going on six months at this point, but despite that, the town of Percival is looking for ways to improve its police operations. Town officials and residents have been batting around ideas for strengthening the police department for years. Some of those came up over the past few months after the town initiated an investigation into claims of misconduct against Chief McAllister. The investigation found those claims were substantiated, but then the investigation itself was called into question over alleged misconduct by the HR consultant and former interim town manager, in that they were alleged to have had an inappropriate relationship. One idea, creating an Office of Police Accountability, which Mayor Quasi Fraser proposed November of last year after the town council had a unanimous vote of no confidence in Chief McAllister. That office could provide civilian oversight of the complaint process against the police department. At the time, Fraser said it would be made up of town staff and members of the community. The mayor also wants to start what he calls a community policing plan, which would assign a police officer to attend every HOA meeting. A reporter tried to check in on where all this is going so far, but Fraser has not returned calls or emails to check on the status of those proposals. Interim town manager John Anzavino said plans for those initiatives are under review. Back in October 2016, before the first investigation, the police department tried to form a citizen advisory committee to serve as an avenue to bring concerns from the community to the police department and inform the community. The committee was to have 10 members, including one from each of the eight areas the police department has for dividing up the community, and one from both of the town's high schools. It never took off because of a lack of community involvement. One thing that has been going on for nearly two decades is the Percival Citizens Support Team, a volunteer group to aid and support the Percival Police. According to Acting Chief Lieutenant Joe Schrock, they used to help with community patrol, but now their four members mostly help with directing traffic at big events. And since we're doing towns today, renovations at Hamilton's Community Park are scheduled to wrap up in the next couple of weeks. The $75,000 project started last month, and it is almost done. That includes replacing the 10-year-old wooden centerpiece with a plastic-coated metal centerpiece, removing the train playset, and finding out that the centerpiece had tilted downhill, and then leveling out the whole park and changing the location of the front entrance. Mayor David Simpson said the park should be open by mid-February. And finally, four days after a mother and her son were found shot to death in their home in Aldi, law enforcement are offering a reward for tips in the case. Mala Manwani, 65, and her son Rishi Manwani, 32 years old, were found dead Wednesday at their home on Tomi Court. Mala's co-worker asked deputies to check on her after she failed to show up at work during the last week. Few details have been released, but investigators believe the Manwanis were targeted. They were shot multiple times and found in different parts of the home. If you have information, contact Loudoun Crime Solvers at 703-777-1919. 
Information leading to an arrest and indictment could earn a cash reward. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On the Get Out Loudon calendar, tomorrow at 10 a.m., there's a will and trust workshop at Lansdowne Private Wealth Management Suite. Learn how estate planning works, along with learning about the right estate planning tools, how to protect your assets from creditors, predators, and taxes, how to avoid probate and family drama, and the most common mistakes people make with their plans. It's tomorrow at 10 a.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, take a ceramics class and create a bunch of decorative plates for all your friends to tell them about it. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.